So at this year's Gamescom, around 37 studios are flying to Germany from Australia to attend at this great gaming event. And one of them is We Made a Thing Studios. I'm now here with Tom Phillips and Jeremy Kelly Becker, and their upcoming game is called Box Night. It's a action RPG roguelike. Hi, you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> so first question, could you describe a scene for us from your game Box Night and tell us what it's all about? A scene? Um, yeah, so uh, you know, as you said, it's an RPG action roguelike. But, uh, so Box Night takes place in a, in a cursed office tower where you have to fight your way through fantastical abstractions of all your most like toxic and depressive co-workers in your quest to... Uh, fight your way up the tower and beat up the CEO who banned Friday night beers and brought this curse upon your workplace. So <laughs> it's, it's, and it's, the, it's, it's very sort of like uh, cartoony and uh, over the top. And so the, 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 you know, the, as you're playing the game, we want it to be just as sort of bombastic and loud and uh, silly as possible. Lots of little gags always going on in the background, but also have it feel, you know, fast paced and replayable as well. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very uh, obnoxious game that hopefully, you know, entertaining and silly and, uh, you know, attention grabbing as well. And release is planned for October? And uh, do you want to go, Jess? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. So uh, we're aiming for early access in October. Um, and the plan is to, from that point, continue to roll out sort of content for the game and to sort of regular updates as it slowly kind of heads towards that um, 1.0 uh, release. Uh, which would hopefully, uh, if all goes well, be first quarter next year. But uh, uh, all, all lies are on the early access at the moment in October. Okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, second question. Is it true that you're normally a film production company? Uh, yes. that we're, we're, We established in, what, 2017? Um, so both Jez and I are over 10 years in the film industry in both different sort of respects. I came from sort of a more writing and development and producing side and Jeremy came from a high-end visual effects side hence a lot of the art and assets and crazy animation in the game is, is very much all Jeremy um but yeah so we we established in 2017 and worked across film tv commercials um yeah for the past five years now um so yeah that's very exciting um but we always saw a wonderful crossover between film and game mm -hmm. how's that Well, I think it, it always for us comes back to the project and what the right format for a project is. Um, and I mean, we always wanted to work across lots of different things. We saw the media landscape as a whole was obviously changing and we wanted to make sure we were ahead of things like, and we were across things like tech and uh, basically technology that helped us tell these stories. So we were one of the first in Australia um, across virtual production. Um, so I'm definitely out of South Australia. I think we're the first short film that used the Unreal Engine to produce sort of a live action um, narrative short. Um, and obviously the Mandalorian sort of got that all very, very sort of hyped in the industry. Um, but we always saw more of a crossover with narrative and story. And Box Night was an idea that started in post-production on one of our other projects um, that we kind of wrote down. And it, we wrote it down as an animated series to start with. And it wasn't until speaking to a game developer who was literally next door to our office at the time. And they were like, have you thought about looking at game for this and 
we were obsessed with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game at the time. Um, very old, wonderful arcade game that still still kind of holds up. And we're like, we'll do something really simple and we'll do it quick. Um, and that was, I think, three years ago now, two and a half years ago at least. Yeah, we were like quick project in and out. Turns out it's a total lie. So <laughs> yeah. So like, but we always, we always knew we wanted to work in games, but it had to be the right time. It had to be the right project and box night just sort of transitioned well. And it did start as a joke and it's just kind of ballooned from there to something. Obviously we spent a lot of time and effort and we're just incredibly proud of and really excited to see where it is at the moment. Mm -hmm. And that's your very first game box night, right? Technically. Yes. Um, we did, we did do a little. Uh, augmented reality companion game to one of our web series, Lucy and Dick, um, which we never fully released publicly, but we did a closed close beta that we probably will eventually release and probably near the end of this year, actually, because we'll be doing a bit more of a run of that kind of content. But that's, that's very much, yeah, I, I wouldn't even call that a game uh, more so. It is a companion piece to the, to the series. What do you think, Jez? Is that is that the best way to describe that as an app? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, we we the the because all the projects that we do have a lot of high concept to it. So we do a lot of fantasy, a lot of sci-fi, and um, we lean into that sort of visual effects skill set quite a lot. And um, for the show that we've made, Lucy and Dick, it was all about a talking, floating uh, animated robot, you know, with a girl. And this the the actor that we sort of got to do that, a, folk, a guy called Aussie Man Reviews has just this like wonderful foul mouth and can swear in the most amicable, friendly ways possible. So we had this very, very rude robot and we were like, well, let's put it in an AR app and you can float around and he'll, he'll, he'll hurl abuse at you and you'll poke him in the face and you'll get annoyed and you can take photos with him. And it's a little bit silly, but the character is uh, called Dick. So he's our digital intelligence companion. Ah. Um, <laughs> but because you can take photos with him, you could take and share your dick pics with people. <laughs> and, so you can take your photos with Dick and be like, share your dick pics with us, um, which is, you know, playing with fire a little bit there. But, you know, it made us giggle at the time. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it's, it's great. So uh, third question, how is Australia for indie devs? Uh, what do you think is great and where do you see uh, room for improvement? Um, that's a really interesting question. I, I think there's um, a, a big groundswell of support that's happening again now. Um, there was a, you know, quite unfortunately during the, the, the global financial crisis, we saw particularly in Australia, um, a lot of games companies shut down. And so there was this entire generation of developers that kind of moved out of the country. You know, they went to much bigger uh, companies overseas. And it's sort of uh, the Australian games industry, you know, as far as I'm aware, is going through something of a bit of a, a renaissance right now as this next generation of devs are sort of finding their feet. And, you know, the, the government organizations are also catching on as well, where they're seeing it as more and more of a legitimate business. And so there's uh, some really, really good initiatives that have kicked off, like, uh, you know, various sort of startup um, funds and, uh, you know, ways for people to sort of raise money for their projects to get those prototypes and those alphas together. So, yeah, I think like, you know, since we sort of started Box Night, which was fairly early, you know, fairly early on in a lot of these things, sort of these um, institutions kind of catching on, in the last three years, the amount of opportunities interstate and then federally has grown quite a lot and is getting a lot more press. So I think we're sort of just at the beginning of uh, seeing, uh, I think, a pretty big expansion in the Australian games industry. So it's an, it's an exciting time to sort of be finding our feet in this space. Yeah, and I think the following from that, I mean, like you mentioned at the start, Sarah, was like we're, we're one of a handful, actually a couple of handfuls of companies going over to Gamescom that's really been made 
um, available to us because of the support from um, our government. And, you know, that's just ridiculously exciting to have that, that level of support and probably confidence that um, taking, taking us across to uh, a place like Gamescom with such a spotlight and such a, such a reach is, is really exciting. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that in the future. Um, but yeah, from our perspective, we're just incredibly, <laughs> incredibly stoked and kind of humbled to be a part of that group of incredibly talented uh, devs that are going over because there's some pretty damn exciting games in that bunch. So yeah. Well, there, there, there's people that are going along with our sort of cohort that we are just like legitimate fans of, like not even sort of, you know, uh, what you call it, sucking up at all, like people that whose work we really, really admire. So the opportunity to spend some proper time with them, pick their brains and share stories and stuff like we're, we're really, really psyched to be able to actually be getting some one-on-one time with people whose work like we aspire towards. It's, it's such a privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. Sure. Um, still, is there something you would wish for? Um, something that uh, where you say, well, Australia need to change in that sort of way? Yeah, no, you got this. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I think because, you know, Australia did have that very sort of unfortunate, um, you know, uh, lag and shutting down of companies. I think what we're starting to see now are the larger companies moving back. We're seeing sort of the more sort of established, um, you know, the, the sort of larger corporations getting a bit more of a presence back in Australia. And so, look, I, I think I think what would be uh, that we'd love to see change and I think is already slowly changing is more direct face-to-face, um, what's the word we're looking for, uh, opportunities to interact and collaborate with some of these people and build relationships. Like being, being in Australia, we are, and it's the same for film as well, we are quite isolated from the wider industry. And, you know, so there's opportunities that might present themselves in Europe or America that we simply don't have here just because of that face-to-face access and that ability to build trust and, you know, a rapport and things. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think seeing larger organisations here that can enable the smaller teams would be very exciting. Mm, sure, sure. Yeah. I think at that top end, that's that's spot on. But I think you know the interesting thing, and I, I know a lot of game devs would go through it, but it's sort of that awareness from public and the acceptance from, I guess, the general public that it is a very, very legitimate and a ridiculously growing industry. Um, so it is interesting. Like we come from a very small, small town or city in Australia. And it is interesting to uh, to speak to a few general public and when they ask what we're working on, if we're talking about a film project, there is somewhat more of an acceptance. But as soon as we start talking about a game, it's like, oh, okay, that must be a little bit of fun. Um, whereas we're very much seeing, you know, the model of games and devs and like it's, it's a faster growing industry. So... Um, I, I think it's really exciting to see. Well, I think the the people in power are very much seeing that, um, and it's moving that way. So that that trend is looking good, um, and something we're we're pretty pumped about. So um, my fourth and last question: What moment in your life in the gaming industry will you always remember, or is that moment maybe still to come? Probably still to come, but we've, we've got a, <laughs> we've got a few little bits and pieces. Tom Tom's got a good one. Yeah, uh, like. On that, like, well, I guess we've we've produced content for over a decade and sort of, you know, worked our asses off, put stuff up on the screen and watched it with audiences. And I think with film, I've never truly enjoyed sitting down and watching our work with a with an audience. Um, it's always because it's quite a, a watching cinema, TV. It's a passive, somewhat a passive experience. 
Whereas game uh, game dev and playing a game is is very active and and what you're creating as a developer and the storyteller from the game side of things is is basically you're giving them the sandbox and they're the ones who are going to explore it. And I think now that we've got the game to a point where it's it's looking good, it's playing really nice, and we've got to get it in the hands of some public. Uh, watching them play it has been like truly groundbreaking because it's enjoyable, which is something I haven't, as a creative, haven't really... Um, like It's always nice to having written and having created, but the actual process of sitting down in a cinema watching your work with other people is tough. But the game side of things really did pop for us. Um, and it was, it was just crazy to see how, you know, people kind of unlock what you've made and make it better. And that, that, that process and that sensation was something I wasn't ready for. Um, and it definitely took me by surprise. Yeah, to have people sort of interacting with your content and also exploring it in a different way and finding different patterns and rhythms and things that you never even thought of before. You know, again, with content and TV and film and stuff, it's such a curated thing and you've controlled every little aspect of it. Whereas this, like, there's just a degree of randomness and chaos that you can't account for. Like that player input, it, it becomes like legitimately entertaining. And uh, yeah, as Tom was saying, you know, the anxiety that comes with presenting a film just it wasn't there in the same way as it is with presenting a game. Like it's, it was quite a joy to see people laughing and playing around and being grossed out by the big splats and, you know, making sounds when they do a really cool move. And like, it was, yeah, it was such an interactive, fun experience. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, thank you so much uh, for the interview and for being here. And it's really great that you're coming to Gamescom this year. Cheers, Sarah. Thank you so much. Awesome. Cheers, Sarah.